Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hello, hello, my love, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm going to start off this week by being totally honest. Something that we do within my company is we walk into work and we say that we have a clearing. And what I think the beauty of a clearing is, is to be able to tell you where I'm at, be able to be honest and open and vulnerable so that you can understand where we are today, where things are coming from. And what's interesting about that is it creates this beautiful space Whether you like to use the word safe space or not, it does just create this beautiful space where we can kind of have an open discussion about where you're at and what's going on. So my clearing for today is basically the title, and I didn't steal this from Jennifer Allwood, who I love. If you haven't listened to her, she's really, really great. She wrote the book, Fear is Not the Boss of You, but fear has been this constant thing. And it could be just like the fact that my moon is aligned right now. I just feel like I've had a really, really emotional week. I feel like I'm I'm crying a lot more often. And it's not negative. It's just I'm feeling the feelings of those emotions. And I wanted to touch base on that fear today because we're all fucking scared. Like, excuse me, but we're all fucking scared. And if you're not scared, like, let me break this down and let's like really divide it down and talk about the why. So behind the fact of everything going on, it's beautiful that we have a new president. It's scary that we have this virus that just keeps going on and on. It just seems like this never ending thing. It's like reminds me of cancer, you know, and then you think about something like Advil and the FDA approval and how it has to go through a trial. Now, obviously Advil is not as, as, um, important or not has it's you're you're not going to die from a headache I mean you could but they're it's not on the priority list whereas something like getting this virus and getting this cleanse all these things are happening and we're getting this virus out and it's really beautiful but now there's this other strand there's other other mutation that could be even stronger and it's just like is this ever going to fucking end? And I just keep feeling this feeling of of fear. And it's not even that. Like if that's not driving you from a fearful time, I think that there's other things that make me fearful. Will I ever get a solid job where I'm making X amount of dollars each year? Will I ever be able to go on vacation again and feel safe? Will my future husband and I be able to afford a home one day? Will my future husband and I be able to get a car? You know, um, is this podcast ever going to become something massive that really touches a lot of lives or is it going to be something small and beautiful? I'm always going to have it as my creative outlet and a beautiful following that sticks with me. There's all these things. And to be truth, truth be told, I am 
a very positive person. You all know this. If you listen to the show constantly, you know that I'm a positive person. But to be honest, I am an emotional person. Yes. So not only do I find the positives and I look for that positive shining light because I feel a lot of feelings and I go through a lot of emotions and I cry a lot and I laugh a lot and I get angry a lot and I get sad a lot and I get happy a lot. You know, those are all the basic ones, but they always, they always are going. They're a four circle. I am a cancer, Pisces, cancer. If you're not into signs, look up some astrology for yourself. I think it's just really interesting to see. And our bodies are made up of what, like almost 70% of water. So we'd be foolish to think that the gravitational pull from the moon doesn't have any effect on our bodies because it does. So not to say that you need to live your life by it and I'm a cancer. So, you know, I'm always going to be indecisive. That's, you know, I am definitely indecisive and I am a cancer, but I don't live my life by that and think that I can never make a decision because of it. So go ahead and look that up. But I am a cancer And then I'm a Pisces, which is my moon sign. And then my rising sun is a Cancer again. So I am all water, all emotion, all the time. My fiance is a rock star (laughs) because he deals with many different sides of me. And what I wanted to say about this fear is there is so much fear that I have in my life right now. But I find that holding on to the positive things and holding on to the good and the goals and surrounding myself with good fucking friends and good people. It's great. I'm I'm fearful of all the work that I do on my own that I'm still going to, you know, grow up to be exactly like my parents, right? Like that's one that we can all relate to. And I love my parents. I love them to death. I think it's just the point of the things that we don't love about them and we start to see them inside ourselves and we're like, oh my God, I'm turning into my mother. Oh my God, I'm turning into my father. You know, it's just those those things and being fearful of that is a totally valid point. I've been really fearful lately because my fiance is away and he told me today that all of his classes were canceled and I was like, Something, something's afoot is what he said. You know, something's happening. I don't know if someone got coronavirus I don't know if you know I I have no idea what's going on and it's it sucks because I feel uh paralyzed sometimes so I feel like any choice that I make anything that I do isn't really affecting the full circle so one of the big things is I'm I'm fearful of all the times that people are talking about stuff on the news I'm fearful that people don't think that people think that I'm aloof and they don't know enough about that. I don't know enough about what's going on. Here's my thing. I have never stopped watching the news and been like, frickin' A, I am so inspired. Like, I have never felt that way. If you have, please contact me and tell me what you watched because I got to see this. But I have never watched the news and been like, damn, I am so inspired and motivated to live my life. No, I get depressed. I get angry. I get fearful. I get scared. I get nervous. All these negative emotions that I work so hard to escape from, that I work so hard on my mat to help my clients and let them like release the negativity and release things that don't serve them and just be open to listening to things that will serve them and finding this place of joy. So why I'm saying all this is because I think that sometimes 
what we see on my Instagram or what we see on Instagrams that we follow is, oh, she's got her shit together. That human is brilliant. He is um, a pro athlete. She has everything she's ever wanted. Wow, they have so much money. Like that's a big one that comes up all the time, right? Um, Gosh, if I only had time to go on vacation like they do. Whatever it is. So you look at all these things and it's kind of this like rainbow facade. But I'm here to tell you like we're all fucking scared, including me. We're all scared. We're scared of this pandemic. We're scared of this virus. We're scared we're never going to have jobs. We're scared we're going to lose the job that we currently have when they make the next cutback. We're we're just fearful. And one of the things that I wanted to share is I was so scared moving back to my hometown because I didn't know what it was going to be like to live in the big cities. Like I've lived, I mean, Orlando wasn't that big, but it was. Um, Then I lived in LA and I lived in a small little town in central California for a bit. Then I lived in Manhattan for years, you know, on and off in Manhattan. In between, uh, It was my home base and then I would leave for gigs and traveled on ships around the world. You know, these things that really make you realize that there are times to just like see that I've done so much, but like now I'm coming back to, you know, seeing my parents every day and like, what's that going to be like? And What I noticed during pandemic that happened with a lot of my theater friends is that we all were able to reach out for a helping hand. I don't know if everyone has experienced this, but we've all been afraid to say how we're being helped during this time, but everyone is being helped during this time. So my biggest fear was to relish in the good that was happening to relish in the helping hand that I was getting because I was fearful that everyone would think that well of course you got that you know or like that was on to honest to god my opinion I really really felt that and I wanted to share you know I see some of my friends living with their parents during this time just getting themselves like a part-time job and figuring it out one day at a time. I see some of my friends not able to pay their rent and just like collecting those unemployment checks like they are, you know, a piece of bread (laughs) when you're starving. Like it's like the crumb for the little mouse and the Grinch, you know. And I, I just look at this and I'm like, okay, it's okay. So it's okay for me to share that for the first time in my life I said, I need help financially. And I've always been a hustler. I've always worked hard. And I remember we had planned to come back to Lancaster. I woke up one day and Doug was like, I just don't know why you don't want to go home to your family. I don't know why. I just feel like this is the smart move. I don't know how long I'm going to be gone for my naval training, which at that time we thought was going to be only like three and a half months. And now we're here like it's going to probably be eight or nine months. But it is it is wild to think that. So I had this whole plan set up that I was going to live with my younger brother. And he had just bought a condo, but it's a one-bedroom condo. And he's so ecstatic that he got this condo and proud of it. And I have a dog. And he was getting all this, like, new expensive furniture and finally a place himself. And he had called me up and just said, look, like, I know I said you could come and stay with me. 
but like I can't fucking do it. And I lost it because I just felt like I was like, do we not leave Manhattan? Do I stay in Manhattan? I, I had a lot of remending to do with my family at that time. If I would have lived with my father, he wouldn't have let the dog come. So I would have had to like figure out a way to pass the dog off to someone else, maybe to Douglas's parents in Michigan. Like, and I didn't want to do that. So there was like all this fear based on the move. And then I kind of just just like broke down and the next thing I knew my mother called me up and said listen we have an apartment building and if you can take care of everyone in that building if you can take care of the tenants you can stay in the top apartment for free and this is the first time I'm admitting this out loud to everyone that's not close to me but on the interwebs and I was so nervous of what everyone would think. Like, oh, she's got this cute little apartment, blah, 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 blah. She's not paying rent. That must be nice. But I have never looked at any of my friends that are living with their parents right now as like, gosh, they really need to figure their shit out. We are all going through something. And I think allowing yourself to have whatever helping hand there is right now is an okay thing to do admitting like who cares you know maybe maybe in some weird shape like I was owed this the universe knew that I needed this handout and it gave it threw me a fucking bone and just allow those bones to come to you you cannot do it all on your own you cannot do it all on your own I'm gonna say that one more time you cannot do it all on your own and I have learned that over the years and I look at stuff like I chat with my my fiance, I keep wanting to say my boyfriend. I'm still, I'm still getting used to that. <laughs> but I keep wanting to chat with Douglas about that because he constantly is one of those people who is like, I don't want any help from your family. I don't want any help from my family. I don't want any help from blah, 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 blah. And I'm, it's, it's a prideful thing and I totally respect that. But I also think we need to let go of our ego sometimes, push the pride aside and realize when it's okay to allow yourself to accept a helping hand. So that is what I wanted to open up about today and to share with you. And I'm so freaking grateful for this because it has allowed me to figure things out. It has allowed me to hustle. It has allowed me to save for a car and for our wedding fund. Unfortunately, because we are getting married now, we're not going to move into a house right away. And I think some people that do have homes and have had, you know, nine to five jobs or consistent jobs since they graduated college, if that's what they did, I feel very behind. I'm fearful that people think, oh, she's like just this. But then there's someone else who's, uh, you know, a dear friend or, or someone else that I know who has only is is single right now and they're in a pandemic and they want to have children of their own and they're in their mid-30s as well like that everyone is going through something so when there's a hand out there go ahead and grab it take it and and enjoy it and know that everyone is fearful of someone something even the person that you put on the highest pedestal your boss your inspirational quote person on Instagram, your mentor, like everyone is fearful of something. I promise you. So what I wanted to do today is like, of course, what I did was like, 
let me look up on Google like how to mend your fears or like how to control your fears. So I wanted to share with you a couple things that made sense to me that I gathered from a couple different websites. If you want to know what those are specifically, don't hesitate to reach out. Like go ahead and shoot me a DM. I always love the feedback. If this is something that's really speaking to you today too, like please, I am here for you. You don't have to blast it all over the internet if you want to just talk to me about something that's going on in your life. I I hope that you feel like you can express yourself to me if that's something that you need. That's what I'm here for. And that's what the luxury of self-care umbrella is all about. Like, what do you need for your own self-care so you can find luxury in your life? So one of the things that I have realized with the fear is learning more about that fear. So sitting down and really saying like, okay, I'm afraid right now. So so what exactly am I afraid of? Let me break down everything. Try to keep a journal over a period of time and like really understand what that fear is. Yeah, because that, that fear could seem surface level, but as you start to peel back the layers, I promise you, there's a root to it. So trying to feel, feel that and like this awareness is going to help you overcome this fear in the end. Another thing is to go ahead and use your imagination in positive ways, which is something that I do all the time. So unfortunately, imagination is not reality. It isn't. But that is the reason why when I'm fearful that I'm never going to get a house, I use my imagination to see myself and Douglas and our future children in this beautiful home with a gorgeous backyard and Miko running around and maybe another dog. Like just close your eyes and envision it because I'm telling you, if you see it, if you believe it, it will come true I promise it will come true will come into fruition so overcoming that fear by using this positive state of your subconscious can really help you move forward from this fear the third step that you can always do is like use your brain in a different way than usual So if your fear and anxiety is in a certain part of your brain your emotions will come over that so that means that like okay, I see this fear and then all of a sudden I get worked up and my anxiety gets higher and oh my God, it's never going to happen and you're going to go off into that tangent. So you can just take your pain back by saying like, where is my level of that? Is it like, give it a scale. My scare of scale, scare, (laughs) my scare, my scare number. So my scale for fear is a blank. Like that's something that I also do with my coaching, my coaches. And like I am, I want to be at a zero. I want to be calm, cool, and collected or whatever your zero is. And like right now I'm at a nine. (laughs) So I'm really, I've got a lot of work to do. Or today I'm at a five. So putting it on a scale is going to help you understand how big that fear is, how much it's taking over your brain. But be honest with yourself. Like it's not always going to be a nine or a 10. Sometimes it's going to be a seven. Sometimes it's a four. So letting yourself really know where it is on that scale. The fifth thing that I do and I preach about all the time is practice mindful meditation or mindful movement, meaning yoga, meaning 10 minutes without your phone in the morning, closing your eyes and just thinking about stuff, Um, checking in with yourself. Maybe once your spouse goes to bed, Douglas was always like this. I would go to bed first and he would get time to himself, whatever that was, to read a book, to binge on whatever he was watching, to catch up with a friend on the West Coast, to just sit there in silence and drink whiskey and watch Ron Swanson on the TV, like, you know, whatever it is. And just 
finding those moments of being mindful because I'm mindful, mindfully washing my dishes sometimes and I'm really collecting my thoughts of like, what am I thinking about? And feeling the texture of the soap and the heat of the water and understanding, you know, where I am in the world, where I am in life, what I'm doing to inspire others. Am I healing? Am I complaining? Am I fearful? Am I joyous? Like, you know, allowing those thoughts to come in by just being present in the moment. And that's a really hard thing to do. That's why I always say we go through all this movement and all this hard work in the yoga practice when we're on our mat. But I tell you, the big bottom line is the final Shavasana because you are at this corpse pose, meaning you are allowing yourself to just be present and receive. That is why we're fully open, fully heart expanded, palms down, like shining our palms up to receive. Like that's all that that is. So grounded, hands down, which is fine. We need to be grounded sometimes and palms up for receiving. So allowing yourself to find mindful moments in your day, I'm telling you, will help you with anything that you're having that's giving you stress or anxiety. And finally, I would say something that I've really learned and I did not think was a big thing until I started to look back on it after I had read this in these couple of articles, which it was pretty consistent, is using nature as your therapy. And I kid you not, if you don't have a dog, you might not understand this, but I encourage you to go out on walks. Now, during quarantine, Douglas and I had this beautiful woods next to us. I've talked about it a million times if you've been following me from the start, but I'm telling you because I walked in those woods in the morning alone with my dog before Douglas even woke up and like just felt the sun on my skin obviously right now it's hard because it's winter but felt the sun on my skin and and just like used my breathing techniques and and all this stuff it was just such a beautiful journey for me to breathe that fresh air and collect that vitamin d it really had a change on my mental state and now here and yes it's winter so bundle up and get moving. Like even if you're at your desk all day and you're like, oh, I can't, I can't do an hour workout today or any of these workouts don't work with my schedule, do me a solid and give yourself an hour, but break it up throughout the day. So if you can do a half hour walk, do a 10 minute walk and then do a 20 minute walk, do it. Do a 10 minute ab workout, 20 minute walk, uh, 10 minute meditation and I think I'm doing the math wrong, 20 minutes then that you maybe do like a yoga class, great. There are all these things serviced and available to you. You don't have to carve out an hour and then an hour shower to get ready. You don't have to carve out two hours of your day. You can split it up. So use nature as your therapy. Get yourself bundled up or if you're down, if you're in any other climate that's not that cold, I'm very, very jealous. But if you're in any other climate that's not very cold, obviously don't get bundled up but get get your ass outside like take that time to really walk down the sidewalk get your muscles moving get your blood flowing if it's cold that's really actually good for you like if you've never heard of Wim Hof look him up he's an incredible person and I had no idea who he was until Douglas had told me about him 
probably when we met so like almost five years ago and told me all about his successes this guy literally climbed Mount Everest in fucking underwear so I'm telling you like I know it's cold I hate the cold but bundle up and just like get your butt out there get your body moving get your blood flowing I don't love that I have to walk to work all the time but I'm telling you it's so good for my body because I'm listening to podcasts, I'm getting inspired, I'm using breathing techniques on my walk and I am seeing nature and walking around and like being a part of my community instead of just hiding in my apartment. So don't hide, know that everyone's afraid and get out and just get moving because I'm telling you it's going to have so much wonderful changes to your brain the days that I get stuck and in my computer and I'm working so hard on the podcast and social media and like all the marketing and doing like my busy work outside of the store I kid you not like I I get in a completely different state and then the days that I am like constantly moving constantly on the go outside 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 moving 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 my body my brain everything's flowing listening, having conversations with inspiring people, that is when the fear goes away. That is when I realize that we're all in this together. That is when I realize that it is not that scary. So if any of this spoke to you today, please contact me, reach out and let me know if if this was really inspirational to you and you're like, this was my favorite one yet, also let me know that. Leave me that five-star rating and a review. Tell me things that you love and you don't love. Yes, I'm always fearful. It is okay, but that's because I love feedback, positive and negative. If this was something that really didn't speak to you today, let me know. Hey, I don't really like when you talk about that kind of stuff. If me opening up and being vulnerable and sharing some stuff with you today really helped you see that I was a real human and you don't know me personally, share that with me. I love, love hearing from you. I really do. That is why I started this whole platform in the first place. The bigger I can make this community, the more we can people we can bring to this community that I can share as guests on the show. That's the whole purpose. It really is. So I love you all. Have a fearless week. You are a fucking warrior. You will always be a fucking warrior. I'm so proud of all of you. And I will catch you next week. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. Leave me your favorite episodes or possible topic ideas. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the universal film Anastasia or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out and donate monthly. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.